Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Loop Finance Weekly AMA, Loop Towards the Cosmos. Let's take a listen. Um, welcome, guys. Welcome to uh, this week's AMA. We've got you know a special uh, episode of uh, AMA this week. Uh, this is slightly different to you know what we've done over the last, I'd say, you know, maybe even 35 weeks in a row or something like that in terms of the AMAs that we've been doing um, for the Loop family. Um, we've, you know, I've got a couple of special guests today, um, you know, as well as Tom and, uh, you know, Maz. Simon is, uh, is, is not here just yet, um, but we have, you know, Kevin, um, who's been absolutely amazing in this entire uh, process and, and, you know, liaison with, with Juno, uh, which we're going to talk about a little bit more today, but he's been absolutely incredible and just, just an amazing um, person to chat to. So we've got him today. We also have the amazing Nina. Uh, Nina's, you know, re- joined our team not that long ago, and she's been an absolutely amazing addition. Uh, just really being the glue and helping, uh, you know, kind of on the a lot on the marketing and community side. So it's just been incredible. So I've got these guys up today. We're going to run through a couple questions, and then we're going to open up uh, questions to the audience uh, and really just kind of talk over this this incredible uh, piece of news which we announced uh, just a couple of hours ago. Uh, so strap in your seatbelts and uh, and get in for the ride because it's been it's at a very exciting time for here you know for us at Loop. Uh, I know that many of us went through quite a rough patch over the last you know couple of weeks and months, and it's been hectic for 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 the community, but it's also been quite heavy for for projects and and for us. Uh, and it's been all hands on deck the last couple of weeks. So uh, we're here, we're ready, and um, we're excited. So I've got a list of questions. I'm going to run through them. Uh, and then we can maybe touch on some of the, the things. Those that, uh, you know, might have missed the announcement, uh, Tom, uh, do you want to touch on a, a little bit? Um, just cover it briefly and then we'll get into those questions. Yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure most of you haven't missed the announcement. I mean, you'd have to have not been on Twitter for the last eight hours, which, well, we all know it's impossible not to be on Twitter for eight hours in a row. Um, I even wake up in the middle of the night and check my Twitter for some some crazy reason. <laughs> I check check my Twitter and I check, check, check the Bitcoin price. That's it. And then I go back to sleep. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're, as probably most of you know by now, we've decided to um, – not only make the move to Juno, we we were, we were going to make the move to Juno anyway, but we were looking at um, kind of expanding to Juno. But we've actually decided in the last few days just to cut our kind of ties with Terra V2 entirely and move um, even move our token and relaunch our token over on Juno. Um, I guess we just decided that we weren't really that happy with the direction that Terra V2 was going. And it was just looking like a, a worse version of uh, Terra V1, uh, which we already had a few issues with. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited to be just like starting fresh on Juno. Um, the Juno community has been incredible. Um, you guys are like so, you know, you're like 
on our, we feel like we've just met our whole extended family, right? Like we're all in the same kind of vibe. We all have the same philosophy and vision and values. And it's just like, uh, yeah, a meeting of friends. Um, I feel like we're already feeling, starting to feel like part of the family. Um, so yeah, I feel like Juno's got so much to give, you know, to offer to Loop and Loop's got so much to offer to Juno and it should just be like a, a really amazing collaboration, which is going to do wonders for, for kind of both pro projects. Um, so yeah, really excited. Can't wait to, um, start deploying contracts on Juno, start getting our front end connected to Kepler and, you know, seeing, um, it's the whole Loop suite of products, um, running smoothly on, on the Juno blockchain and, and getting getting you guys, um, you know, using using Loop over there. Uh, so yeah, we'll start with a few questions. We've got some pre-recorded questions here, which people have been asking through the chats, and then we'll probably open up the floor um, to anyone who has any questions um, from you guys. We do. A few of us have a bit of a hard stop in about forty-five minutes' time. Unfortunately, we have a, um, a an urgent meeting that we all have to attend. But I think uh, Nina at least will stay behind to um, answer any more questions that you guys have, and we'll also try to jump on as quickly as possible. And um, after that meeting, if if you guys are still around, we'll we'll be back. Uh, so yeah, thanks, and I'll let you take it away, Simon. And we've, we seem to have lost one of the Simons here. He's missing in action. Uh, I guess in any war, there's yeah. always casualties, right? So we, we um, had a we had a almost a non what we call a non-existent night of work, uh, and he must be a casualty of that. So um, yeah, he, he'll be here soon, I'm sure. Probably buried um, in smart contracts. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So um, one of the one of the devs one of the devs finally shot him. I was waiting for that day that <laughs> the devs were just like. <laughs> Dude, all right, stop asking us to do stuff. Um, <laughs> Big D is not back in town. <laughs> no, okay, let's get into it. Uh, so uh, this is a question from Sean Anthony um, on Twitter. So what will happen with my loop coins I am staking? How will they be transferred to the new chain? Um, yeah, so we're basically doing a bunch of snapshots, guys. Um, so the snapshots are going to be from... Uh, before the DPEG event, like literally just before the DPEG event, because we kind of want to prioritize those people who'd supported us for so long. Obviously, after the DPEG event, you know, a lot of chaos ensued and people could buy the loop token super cheaply because, you know, UST was only 10 cents on the dollar. So you could actually buy 10 times as much loop for a dollar. Um, so we're kind of giving priority to people who had held loop before that DPEG event. Um, and it won't matter where that loop was. So if it was in your wallet, if it was staked into the, one of the pools, if it was in an LP position, if it was on Pylon, if it was on Star Terra, like loop was all over the place. So we're taking into account every possible place that loop your loop could have been. Um, and also for those who had accumulated staking rewards uh, but hadn't harvested them yet, that will also be taken into account. Um, so we'll also be, you know, compensating people for unharvested staking rewards. Um, and especially like a special shout out to the 18-month the pylon pool people uh, because those um, people hadn't, I don't think they actually got a chance to uh, even collect their loop before everything kind of uh, went to shit. So, you know, definitely we'll be making sure that those people are, are in, included as well. Um, and then we will also do a number of snapshots after the DPEG event, even though a lot less tokens will be distributed to those people. 
Um, you know, if you did buy a loop after the DPEG event and, and had it in your wallet afterwards, then you will be included to some degree in the snapshot. But we're thinking that probably like 90% of the new distribution is going to go to people who held loop uh, before the, the DPEG event because they're kind of our long-term supporters. Uh, so yeah, don't worry. It doesn't matter where your loop was. Uh, it won't be exactly one for one because obviously, you know, we have multiple snapshots and we have to distribute in multiple multiple ways, but we're going to do our best to create uh, what we consider a, a pretty fair distribution for everybody. Um, and I think people will be asking as well, like, how do they collect uh, their new loop? Um, and the very cool guys over at Juno, um, at Juno Tools guys, uh, in particular, big shout out to Jake, who I think jumped on this straight away. Uh, he's building a basically a way for people to go over, uh, connect their Terra wallets um, to that tool and connect their Kepler wallets. So you'll have to connect both wallets. Um, and then if your Terra wallet is eligible for an airdrop, you'll be able to collect it straight into your Kepler wallet um, through that, that tool. So, yeah, look, it's going to be a few weeks before we get everything sort of sorted. Uh, it's kind of a bit of a complex um, set of calculations that have to be done and we have to check lots of multiple contracts and all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, that's that's how it will work. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys know exactly what the process is once once we're ready. So um, I, I've got a couple of questions more here, but I actually want to take a bit of a flow. I've kind of gone a little bit of course just to go, actually, um, you know, we, you know, understanding that, you know, there's a lot of journalists here and, and many of them may not actually know who we are, uh, both as individuals, but also uh, from a loop perspective. So I'd love if possible, just maybe like a, like a brief overview, um, maybe about, you know, what, Maybe about us, but also like maybe what we do and also um, what our core values are, right? Really what our focuses are. Just like a really like a couple minutes. Um, just for the Juno listeners in the audience that may not actually know that, may have even jumped on the decks, but don't really understand kind of what our mission, our vision are. Um, yeah. Yeah, Tom, did you want to kick us off? And then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go and then Nina and then uh, maybe we, we even have Kevin um, just introduce himself so uh, the, the Loop family can kind of uh, get to know everyone. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, I mean, for those who have used our platform, you'll know we have like a suite of different products. Uh, the DEX was the first product we launched back in, I think it was about October last year. Uh, we have a community as well, which was launched around about the same time. People can get, uh, people have been incentivized to create great content, educational content. Uh, we have Loop Learn, which Simon Chadwick here has been uh, pioneering, and that's an amazing learning platform with um, some incredible animated videos. Uh, most of them were about Terra, unfortunately, uh, but we're going to start working on content now related to sort of broader Cosmos and Juno in particular. Um, and then we also have our NFT marketplace uh, about to launch. That's a bit different. It's a DeFi NFT marketplace. So we're focusing on NFTs which have tokens attached to them uh, and that can be staked so you can actually claim those tokens. And that has a wide range of use cases. One is obviously projects like DAOs who are looking to launch an NFT um, collection and a token at the same time. Um, they can actually launch a mint on our NFT launchpad. People can mint NFTs, but then the, each NFT will come with a certain number of tokens attached to it, uh, which can be staked and then collected over a vesting period. Um, so that's one. And then for projects who want to own their own liquidity, uh, we have a way that people can mint um, NFTs through LP tokens. 
and then the LP tokens get transferred to the project. So the protocol ends up owning those LP tokens or owning the liquidity. Um, and the, the, the person who mints that NFT gets to then collect uh, tokens from that protocol again over a, you know, a three-month or a six-month vesting period. So there's kind of a range of use cases for these like DeFi NFTs, we're calling them. Uh, and we're really excited to, to be launching that on Juno, actually, and seeing you know, um, if there's any interesting projects out there who, who are looking to launch a kind of NFT collection in combination with their token. We'd be really excited to work with you guys. Uh, so that's a bit about it on the, the product side. Maybe I'll let um, Maz or Nina talk a little bit more kind of on you know, who we are as a team. And I left out, specifically left out Loop Ventures, which is another sort of whole sort of part of our team really and which Maz is the CEO of. Um, so I'll let you guys maybe talk a bit about that and the rest of kind of the Loop um, vision and philosophy. Yeah, just maybe yeah, also a high, high level. A high level would be great, would be like great. overview of our mission and vision and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And, and uh, I think you know um, the the, the loop uh, ecosystem, the loop family already know how passionate we are. Um, so I, I think it's a great opportunity to um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what we do. So you know, uh, we've got loop finance and loop ventures. You know, we're sister companies and we're focused on. Um, different things, but we all work together uh, around the same vision and same goal, which is about building the future. Um, so, you know, Loop Finance, uh, I, I haven't seen, you know, amazing technical um, uh, and, and great products being shipped out, you know, this quickly anywhere in in, in all of my career um, in, in startup and investments. And so uh, I'm the CEO of Loop Ventures and Chief Strategy Officer of uh, Loop Finance. Um, and uh, really, you know, what we set out to do is to uh, enable mass adoption of crypto and just make it super, super easy for everyone to interact with all the benefits that uh, blockchain uh, provides. And so Loop Ventures, you know, uh, it, you know, it says ventures. So, you know, immediately people think that, you know, we're just a venture capital firm, which we're, we're so far from it. And, you know, once people get to know what we do, it's, uh, yeah, I think everyone really gets excited. So, um, you know, we're, we're ecosystem builders, um, first and foremost. So really there's four things that we do. You know, we're ecosystem builders, we're innovation cap catalyzers, um, we're investment connectors, and we have a focus on positive impact. So, you know, the, there's a mantra that we go by, which is, you know, innovation, investments, and impact. Um, so, you know, what, what does it mean to be ecosystem builders, right? Our primary focus above all, and this goes across all of our team, and, and this has really been our guiding light in determining determining coming to uh, Juno, but, um, you know, how do we actually make our decision, which is, uh, above all, is community first. You know, a lot, lot, of, lot of protocols say that, but I think, you know, we have a track record and we've shown that that's that's all we care about because that's our guiding light. That's what makes things easier for us. Um, as innovation catalyzers, we help builders um, to support them, to give them advice, to provide them with resources and connect them to uh, experienced mentors to actually help them accelerate uh, what they're building. And um, from an investment perspective, um, you know, to accelerate any good thing, for it to become great quickly, uh, unfortunately, you know, capital support is required. And so we know that there's a lot of um, uh, not so great VCs out there who are only focused on one thing, you know, money, but there are many other great VCs out there who really share the same attitude as us uh, as, us as well, which is uh, about building the future and bringing in good people with good attitudes um, who share the same values. And then finally, you know, and, and I can talk uh, days and days about this and, you know, Ke Kevin, Kevin from uh, Juno, we, we spoke about this as well, is that uh, positive impact. Um, again, you know, we, uh, we, we act, um, on positive impact and sustainability and impact are, are visceral to every single team member. Um, you know, we, we, we all carry uh, carry these values in our hearts and it, it's all about helping people, helping communities and helping our planet, right? And uh, it's not about
about, oh, we'll do it later. Or, or we'll, we'll do it when we you know, have more money or profits. We've, we've done it from day one. Uh, for example, a lot of you guys know we've supported Angel Protocol, you know, which is a perpetual um, uh, donation and, and, and endowments for uh, charity organizations. Supported them from day one. We still support them fully. And that's just one example. And we want to really be hands-on in, in creating that impact. And there's so many cool projects I can't wait to uh, talk to you guys about, um, you know, in terms of NFT tree planting. Um, uh, there's going to be things, you know, where we support communities with uh, building solar panels, providing clean water. So there's a lot of stuff there. But, you know, as a whole, you know, Loop Ventures, we um, uh, support the ecosystem and, and help to build out that ecosystem. Whereas Loop Finance, you know, build amazing products and, and, and uh, you know, really listen to the community in terms of um, uh, where uh, where we can create value. That, that's what we're all about. So, you know, one of the first things that I'd really love to do um, is really scope out, you know, wh wh where is the biggest opportunity for creating value? Um, you know, what, what does the Juno community want? Um, you know, how does the Loop community, um, you know, want to integrate and, and start uh, utilizing Juno as well? So, um, you know, after we scope it out, then we start building real quick and uh, then, then we execute and, and deploy. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've got a plan forward and today is the first day of that. So I personally am super excited. And, and yeah, thank you for all the love and support for, uh, from the Juno team. You know, it's, it's been crazy. I've just been looking at the Twitter and, yeah, uh, like overwhelmed. So, yeah, and everyone in the team, you know, our, our chat internally in the team's just been going off. There's so much positive vibes. So uh, thank, thanks, everyone, for being here. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to... Uh, starting this journey and continuing with everyone. Nina, do you want to add? Do you want to add something? I mean, I think that they already said almost everything. It's been. I mean, if you can notice, like the energy that Maz, that Tom, that all this team has is just unbelievable. Uh, so I was really happy to be part of this team. I am still very, very happy. And now that we're moving to Juno, I just can say that the future is so bright. Um, and we're going to build so many things. We were already thinking about like expanding to different communities and building communities all around the world. Uh, of course, in, in my case, we were going to start with the Hispanic community since I am Colombian uh, and it's kind of the closest ones. Um, and now like everything has a new sense and we're just so excited to get together uh, with the guys from Juno, with all these amazing people that really, their support has been overwhelming. Um, so, yeah, I, I can, I don't want to take the loop learn side. So, Simon, please go ahead with loop learn. Ah, so much to cover. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited about all of it. And, and uh, for me in loop learn, really, the vision was always to create this, uh, you know, mass onboarding through education into crypto, right? Whether that's from other users into you know, kind of loop and blockchain and, and, and Terra, uh, which is now Cosmos, um, or new users coming in, just learning how to use blockchain better and, and, and learning how to integrate with the many tools that, that may be difficult for many to use, uh, which will become easier over time. And that's part of our mission to make those tools easier. But, uh, you know, obviously the vision is not dead to have this uh, earn to learn crypto onboarding platform. And if anything, it's just uh, reju rejuvenated over on, on Juno and in the Cosmos. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, be chatting with Kevin and a fair few others. I'm uh, really looking forward to working with the community on this one to build out um, and to redirect the course of Loop Learn towards uh, the Cosmos and integrating it with a good learning flow uh, with the Cosmos. Because so far, you know, we've had Terra and, you know, it's been, you know, obviously now half the videos <laughs> in, in Loop Learn are almost, you know, unusable because of, you know, obviously what happened. Um, but it's it's not you know lost and and there's a lot of stuff in a lot of work that we can do now to kind of redirect that and go hey how can we make this 
you know, about all of Cosmos? How can we make this an experience to onboard into all of Cosmos? And I'm very excited. It's got a lot of work to do on that front. And I look forward to actually working really tightly with the community, the different Cosmos leaders, uh, the different Cosmos, you know, chains uh, and communities to really bring this vision to really help the entire Cosmos community uh, and, and Juno especially. So very looking forward to it. Um, before I get back to questions, which seems like a lifetime, uh, <laughs> I just, just took a big chunk out. Um, I really want to kind of, you know, I think we haven't really addressed it too much, but maybe like a breakdown and, and, and Kevin as well and, and Tom uh, and Maz and Nina uh, around, you know, what, what was the decision to move to Juno? What were the main um, kind of factors uh, in the decision to move to Juno and, you know, away from Terra V2? Maybe just a very uh, high level um, so we, you know, we can really dig into that a little bit. Do you want to take away, Tom? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, sorry, I think I've probably got a bit of internet lag, guys. Um, so let me know if you can't hear me properly on spaces. Um, I think, uh, I mean, one of the main things which attracted us, obviously the first thing which attracted us to Juno before we even met the Juno team was the fact that our contracts are pretty much compatible. So because our contracts are Cosmosm contracts, they're compatible across, you know, most other Cosmos chains. Um, so that was kind of the first, obviously, obviously the first thing. But um, that you know, as soon as we started talking to the Juno team, I guess I felt like we just really clicked. You know, I had a meeting, I think, with Kevin and Jack one day, and and then we started meeting other members of the Juno kind of you know core team, and it just flowed so easily. Like you know, we got on well as people, but we also had the same vision for crypto. And, you know, it just seemed like a great fit in terms of, like I was saying before, I feel like there's so much that we can bring to Juno, and but there's also so much at the same time that Juno can can bring to, to Loop. Um, so, yeah, it just was a nice, easy, natural fit. And I guess I'm a person who goes with my intuition usually, and it just sort of felt right. Um, as far as why not Terra V2, I mean, we looked into a bunch of other chains as well, and we probably will also launch on some other chains as well. We've decided, you know, after our Terra experience, we've decided never to put all our eggs in one basket again. So we will definitely go multi-chain into the future. Uh, but Juno's just feels like a great home um, and a great sort of starting point for that future exploration. And then, you know, anything that we, we kind of, any chains that we connect to from there are just going to bring value to Loop, but also bring value back to Juno at the same time. So, you know, we're excited about that as well. Um, why did we decide to move away from Terra V2? Uh, look, I mean, I don't want to get into like trial by Twitter or trial by Telegram. I don't think, you know, that's fair. And I guess, you know, we get a lot of that in, in Twitter these days. Um, but yeah, I guess I just felt like, you know, Terra V2 was moving in a direction like it was becoming a bit more centralized, maybe like we're strong on on decentralization. It was like there was a lot of unanswered questions, I think, um, for a lot of us about how things had been conducted and why they'd been conducted the way they had. And, you know, we're big on transparency, so that also didn't really fit very well with us. Um, so yeah, there were a bunch of kind of, you know, red flags, I guess you could say about that relationship and, uh, maybe we've all had enough bad relationships to, uh, pay attention to red flags when they pop up. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, we, we decided to, to make, uh, make the, the move just to go to Juno. And I, I guess we also felt it would, it's going to be hard for Terra V2 to get traction. Um, I mean, it'll be hard for them to attract new projects. Um, and, and because we're all about attracting new projects, right? Like we have our incubator, we have a launch pad, um, we have a DEX. We're, we're, we want to attract new projects to the ecosystem that we're in. And, um, and we want to work with those projects to make them successful. And I guess we felt it would be really hard for us to attract new projects to Terra V2. 
Uh, it just seems like a chain with sort of a lot of potential issues and um, it would be a hard sell really to, to convince a new project to come on to, to Terra V2 and make, make that their home. Um, so yeah, for so many reasons, uh, it just didn't, didn't feel right. And, um, Juno did. So there you go. Um, that's, that's it from, from me. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I also want to um, bring up Kevin and maybe introduce, uh, like uh, sort of introduced Kevin before, but just, just saying, you know, obviously again, how, how amazing and crucial Kevin's been to this whole process. I'd love to hear from, you know, the Juno side, uh, what, what attracted you to loop and, and. How did this all come about in, in terms of this uh, flourishing relationship, if you like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, th- thank you so much for, for having me up here. Uh, my name is Kevin. I, I come from the Juno side. We're, we're a Cosmos uh, validator. We validate on a few chains, but Juno is far and above our, our kind of largest focus. Uh, and we've been a big part of the community in terms of Juno for some time, and it's always been um, you know, much like you're saying, it's it's a it's a home base and it's a it's an incredible community. You know, that was one of the things that stuck out to me from the very beginning is Loop has a really passionate community and Terra in general. You know, is one of the things that um, honestly kind of made it so tragic is that it directly affected one of the most beautiful communities in crypto. Um, and as soon as we saw that happen, it's like, well, how do you how do you enact change and try to do something? Um, you know, and, and Juno Network is kind of uniquely situated to do something about that and to provide a home for people who want to keep building and all these talented development teams and to give a new home to the users of Terra who made it such a beautiful protocol, you know. Um, and one of the unique things about Juno is it's a fully permissionless community-owned smart contract platform that um, had a very unique distribution at its genesis, whereby the entire core team took a very small 2.5% uh, portion of tokens that's vested over like 12 years, uh, which is unheard of in, in crypto. And the rest of it was stake dropped to holders of Atom uh, to establish a community. And there was a 30% allocation towards a community pool and a 15% allocation towards a core development fund that has been there for exact scenarios like this. So, um, you know, pretty much as things were unfolding, um, we had some talks internally as a validator at Oni with the Juno core team about the potential of putting out a proposal on chain to use these community funds to fund new projects that would be a good fit for Juno. And Juno was sort of the first to come out with the news on a Terra developer fund, which uh, as of right now sits at about $7 million. Um, so we were able to pass a governance proposal uh, with 97 and percent approval with over 85% of the entire network voting uh, on that proposal. I think Juno has probably the highest governance rates uh, of, of any chain in crypto. And uh, there's a really highly engaged community. You know, and when we looked at uh, Loop as kind of one of the first to uh, start talking through this and looking at how, how things were possible, I was just really impressed personally and the rest of the core one team at Juno were really impressed with just how much those community values aligned and how much the developer ideal was based around community and the user experience and that there was an actual uh, vested interest in these components of uh, transparency and social outreach and and impact programs and a real step towards true decentralization. And um, though Terra had a very beautiful and burgeoning ecosystem, it was burdened by 
a lack of transparency and kind of had a silo um, built around it. And, you know, I personally see uh, this is, is sort of an opportunity for so many Terra developers to come and, and truly develop in a free environment and um, to benefit from an incredibly active governance platform and uh, permissionless smart contracts. And, you know, uh, Juno is very much on the bleeding edge of, of Cosmwasm and, and are a core part of that being developed. So smart contracts are a huge part of that. And um, that's crucial to any development team. So um, that that's really what to me it, it it was a very natural fit. But ultimately, the the biggest thing is is there a community alignment there? And in my experience as a member of the community and as a validator with Oni Validator, um, we we saw such a, a synergy between these two communities, and and there was such a natural integration that started occurring even before any uh, deals were announced and things were funds were released or any of this stuff. There was just a really really natural commingling that occurred between these two communities and it was like this is obvious like you know if if two people are going to fall in love like you can't stop that um and and we've just seen tons of evidence of that um and, and it's been a real pleasure to be a part of it and I'm, I'm incredibly impressed by the uh team at loop excited for what you guys are building and it's a it's something that's very much needed on the juno network so we're very excited yeah if anything like we just talking about this the other day like uh, you know we had a lot of chains reach out to us like a lot of chains that wanted us and I, I couldn't see any that hadn't come out in force like the Juno community did. Like the Juno community got right in there. They, they were right in our Twitter, right in our Telegram, right right in our ear the whole entire time. And, and it was just amazing to see how much like support and how how many really came out, which I didn't see, you know, necessarily from other communities, which was support there as well, but not to the level of Juno. So I think that was like a ridiculously amazing sign. Um, for us so um you know very very exciting um i'm going to get back to a couple questions i actually realized from this document that uh a lot of the questions are the same so i'm going to cover maybe one or two and then i've been getting a couple messages of uh, people to to jump up and ask questions so we're gonna leave that open to have uh, you know community questions up uh, i know that tricky had a, a question and, and i'm sure there's many that have some burning questions as well um for us so uh let's get into it so um just a couple, I'm going to cover a couple questions here. So one of them is, uh, you know, when are we actually launching? And uh, the other one is, uh, will there be a loop airdrop to Juno stakers? Um, so when are we launching? Good question. Um, probably we, it's a bit too early to say, uh, but I would say that by the end of June, uh, we should definitely have something. And, you know, June, Juno, it makes sense. Um, it's obviously destiny. Um, so yeah, we, we should have something launched by the end of June, whether it's our whole suite or not, I'm not sure. Uh, but definitely, uh, probably at least our decks and a few pools and, and hopefully our NFT marketplace will be up as well. Um, are we doing an airdrop to Juno holders? Um, unfortunately no, um, but we are donating 1% of our entire token supply to the Juno community fund. Um, so rather than just airdrop sort of willy nilly to, to all Juno holders, we decided uh, that making that donation to the Juno Community Fund uh, was a potentially uh, a better use of, of tokens um, because obviously we want to grow with Juno and we don't just want people dumping our token, you know, straight away as often happens with airdrops. I mean, some people, of course, keep them, but lots of people don't. Um, and so we feel like by, by donating that to the, the Community Fund as Loop grows and kind of, you know, succeeds, um, then that the value of that donation will, will grow 
with us. And that way, you know, it's also going to then be up to community governance, how those funds are deployed, like how that loop is deployed. Um, and we've seen like what such strong sort of governance you guys have. So we're, we're pretty confident that it's going to be deployed um, in the most useful way. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we're managing that. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, Simon, right? Was, was there another question? Yeah, there's a couple of small ones, but they're quite similar to kind of the, uh, the ones around staking. Uh, I'm keen to bring up some speakers. Um, so, uh, guys, if you've got some questions and burning questions, I know that Tricky, uh, you had a question, so feel free to put your hand up and request to speak. Uh, and anyone else that's got some kind of uh, questions for us, uh, and we can bring you up and um, you know ask those questions and, and engage, uh, will be awesome. And aside from questions, um, uh, I'd, I'd also love to find out, um, you know, what, what are people most excited about, both, you know, Luke and Juno, but also, you know, what, what do you guys want? Like, what's, you know, what do you see as the most valuable thing that we can, you know, work on or, or, or we can build? So, yeah, I'd love to um, uh, know that as well, along with any questions. Actually, we're going to cut off the YouTube uh, recording for this and we'll continue. It would just be a voice. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, this would just be carried over in a voice. It just makes it so much easier for us to answer these questions and stuff um, from this perspective. So um, if you're watching on the video, uh, you're not going to see our faces <laughs> for a bit. But yeah, it's going to make it easier for to direct on the Twitter. Great. We are on the uh, Twitter spaces. We have Tricky. I know that you had a question. Um, so feel free to jump up and ask. Keep in mind, we do only have about 20 minutes from, you know, at least Tom and myself and, and Maz, um, but Nina can carry on as well after that. So uh, tricky, ask away. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, so excited to see everybody here. Um, the Loop team is amazing. You know, all the interactions we've had with you have been great. You guys are really genuine people, really fun. Uh, can't wait to meet you guys at the Central and get some drinks. Um, I just want to say, like, the, the Loop team, I feel like you guys were in your project we're super unappreciated over at Terra for whatever reason. Um, so I'm really excited to see that, you know, the Juno community has really embraced uh, all of you and you guys feel the love and we're uh, ready to take this to the next level. Um, I think my question for you guys is uh, you guys have a fairly, very large team uh, for developers, probably one of the largest in all of Cosmos. Um, so bring that over into the Cosmos ecosystem in Juno. Do you guys foresee uh, your team helping build out um, infrastructure and tools for development throughout Cosmos? Um, that's a great question, Tricky. Yeah, look, uh, we hadn't thought about that. I mean, we've just been so focused on building our own products. Um, but then aside from building our products, we also, as you know, we have Loop Ventures, which is kind of an incubator. Um, and so we've also been helping the projects that we've been incubating uh, build out their dev teams. So, for example, recently we helped launch Lunart, um, which was a an NFT marketplace on like a community artist-based NFT marketplace on Terra. And so we helped them build out their product. Um, so whether or not we'll actually be focusing on kind of like core Juno infrastructure, um, I'm not sure. But what we'll definitely be doing is we'll be helping um, other protocols who are looking to launch on Juno. I will be helping them with their development work, um, you know, training up their teams. Uh, building out, helping them build out smart contracts if they need help with that. Um, so I think that will kind of be our first um, kind of task in a way um, or outreach in terms of helping sort of other teams build out dev because I guess how we see it is that Juno, you know, it's a, it's a very new chain still and it's, there's still a lot to be built on it. Um, you know, we're already actually talking to a, um, a group who want to build like a, a lending borrowing protocol, a money market. Um, and we're trying to convince them to build on Juno. And if they do, we'll be working with them. 
Um, so I feel like first, our first and foremost role, apart from obviously launching our own products, should be to help kind of other teams build um, on Juno as well. And then I guess once we kind of have like a really nice suite of, you know, a whole range of different products on Juno, uh, maybe at that, by that point, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be um, interested in, you know, helping uh, build out sort of some of like get deeper into the, the core Cosmos kind of infrastructure and the, the modules, you know, the IBC and the Tendermint and obviously the Cosmos SDK module and, um, you know, all the different modules that are part of that. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Kevin, do you yeah, want to and, add uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Simon. I, I said also after you, Maz, maybe, Kevin, you want to add some stuff because I know that there's some there's some stuff behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know what you yeah, can yeah. announce, but there's some stuff behind the scenes exactly around this question. So, Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, Tricky, did that answer your question? Yeah, that was really, I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Yeah, I, I just wanted to, from from my perspective, say that, um, you know, I we are talking to um, some key partners on on infrastructure as well as part of this Terra Developer Fund. Um, so, you know, for those that are following along on DowDow and, and watching the multi-sig and seeing the proposals that go through there, um, you know, we're, we're very committed to the transparency of this process and showing how we're going about this. We want to make sure that the community is like fully aware of, of how funds are being used and what they're being used for. Um, so infrastructure is a big part of that. Um, we, we have been talking with a uh, key provider on, on some, some infrastructure needs uh, to sort of help bolster what Loop is doing and many other projects that we've been in talks with. Um, so you'll, you'll see updates on that in the uh, multi-sig on Dada. And of course, I'll post about it as well. And Oni Validator will post about it. Um, as that comes through and, and that should be in the next 24 hours. But, um, you know, in terms of like value and developer teams, you're, you're totally right. Um, Loop has one of the largest development teams anywhere in Cosmos and, and, and it's a very, very good development team. It's really well structured. I've, I've really enjoyed looking through how it's been built out in the flow charts of the company. And, um, you know, we've taken a really deep dive into how Loop does their business. And that's been a, a key part of being able to bring them on as a partner in this. So, um, you know, from a value perspective for the Juno network and to Juno holders, I think one of the most valuable things that we can have right now is a strategic partner like Loop who can help these other protocols in migrating over. They can be kind of a guiding light on that. And as we are bringing Loop in, sort of building those inroads to people who are migrating who uh, are, are trying to do so very quickly. So, you know, making that as frictionless of a possible route for developers and other teams is, is a key goal. And um, I think Loop is is obviously leading the charge on that, but that's a, uh, a really great use of developer resources and something that we're very excited about. Yeah, and, uh, obviously, you know, we're uh, firstly focused on really establishing ourselves and uh, and integrating with uh, Juno. Um, but uh, we also have some great relationships with uh, all the you know, existing Terra ecosystem builders, um, some super talented people. So, you know, th th those rails. But um, one other thing is, and, and this is a part of the ecosystem building, is that we want to attract the best talent and, and the smartest guys and the smartest builders um, from, uh, you know, not, not just across the cosmos, but everywhere. And these uh th this would be done through running things like hackathons you know having more and more events um providing more exposure so really that inflow of great communities and great developers that we can bring into juno who, who are going to be you know building like the most most coolest and amazing products out there um so yeah really looking forward to that and and we we can get we want to get started on that um, very quickly as well uh whilst we establish so we can do it in parallel 
Amazing, amazing. Um, so I had Cal- we had Callum up uh, that came to ask a question as well. So ho- hopefully that answered your question, Tricky. Just kind of keen to move forward so that we can get uh, a few of these questions answered uh, within in the next fifteen minutes or so. So, uh, Callum, um, feel free. The floor is yours. Uh, so I'm I'm going to ask a question that uh, I already kind of knew the answer to because I spoke with Tom. So we had a conversation about Juno, uh, but I want to see because moving to Juno, you've got the benefits of the. Uh, sort of latest versions of Cosmwasm and the full IBC integration, how do you see yourself positioning Loop Finance to sort of take the full advantage of, the, of this suite of tools that are, that are coming or are already available? You know how your CW, your, your token will now be able to be transferred to Osmosis, you know, with ICS721, you'll be able to, you know, sort of leverage these great, these great tools for your NFTs that are, that could be really powerful, but how do you see yourself positioning to uh, make most of that? Yeah, great question. Um, and yeah, as you know from from when we spoke, we're really excited about the possibilities um, for for IBC and how we can leverage like the new interchain accounts. Um, our plan is to go multi-chain, as kind of you know I mentioned before, and obviously. Um, one of the first things we'll be doing is if we do launch on any other Cosmos chains, um, because we run a DEX, we'll be creating kind of like cross-chain liquidity pools, um, which essentially means we'll be able to aggregate liquidity from from various sources on various chains. Um, hopefully, we'll even be able to hook into Os- Osmosis's liquidity as well. We're looking in, into it at the moment how we can do that. So basically, that will enable us to bring some of the Osmosis liquidity over onto Juno as required. Like if you want to do a swap on on Juno, you don't want to have to necessarily go across to Osmosis to do it. Uh, we'll be looking at a way that we can provide that interface directly on Juno for people to do that. And then, of course, you know, as we kind of expand to more and more Cosmos chains, um, we'll be looking to do the same thing. So. Um, there's still a bit of work on the technical side to do there. Obviously, IBC transfers um, take a little bit more time than you know native transfers on a single chain. So we'll have to see how we solve that issue. Um, but yeah, that's definitely part of our our roadmap moving forward. And then the same with the NFTs as well. NFTs are going to be um, fully IBC compatible. And because I sort of mentioned earlier that one of our NFT types is kind of like an LP NFT bond. Uh, which means that it's a way for protocols to own their own liquidity uh, by allowing users to mint an NFT with LP tokens. Um, we'll hopefully be able to bring LP tokens in from other DEXs you know, across uh, the different Cosmos chains, and then they can mint them into an LP bond on, uh, on Loop's NFT marketplace on Juno and then send those NFTs back to whichever chain you know, they, they want them to live on. Um, so, yeah, I guess we see all sorts of, you know, interesting and exciting sort of possibilities for hybrid applications, which are connected across multiple chains and and sort of no longer, it almost doesn't matter anymore where your home base is, right? Like it, we're, we're all part of the Cosmos ecosystem and the Cosmos ecosystem is almost like one big chain, um, one sort of big blockchain that's just sort of sharded into to different um, sort of different chains. Um, so, yeah, we're, Looking forward to exploring the possibilities with that for sure. Amazing, amazing. Um, I want to bring up uh, uh, Night Go. Uh, I think that's how you say Nick Go. Um, you, you've been really patient. Thank you for, for jumping up. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, hi everyone. Um, I just have a quick question. As um, a user of a loop and uh, staking there, are we supposed to unstake our loop there, or what's what are we meant to do? What's the best 
course of action? That's actually a really good question. Um, what will happen to the loop on the old chain is we're actually going to give uh, that a new name. So it's not we can't sort of disappear that loop. I mean, it's on chain, so um, we we can't kind of remove it. Um, so we will continue to actually run our product on the old Terra V1 chain. Um, and the DEX will still be there. We won't be launching the NFT marketplace there, obviously, but anything which was previously running there, which is mainly just the DEX, uh, that will continue to operate. Um, the, the token name will be changed. We haven't worked out what we're calling it yet. We're considering calling it Rekt um, because obviously, <laughs> because obviously uh, we, all, we all got wrecked. <laughs> um, but um, oh, yeah, God. that was going to have some meme power. That's going to have some meme power. I so yeah just leave it, it doesn't matter what you do with that really we, we have no idea what's going to happen i mean it's basically just become a, a meme chain and you know the future anything is possible in crypto right it could become a number one um, top five cryptocurrency for all we know uh but the new loop token uh which will then become the only loop token will be relaunched on juno um and that will be as i said before from based on snapshots so it pretty much doesn't matter what you do from here on with with your old loop on the old Terra chain. It's totally up to you whether if you, if you want to kind of high risk high reward if you want to keep it there and you know hope that uh, that chain actually you know does manage to survive and that assets on that chain actually manage to retain some value, uh, then it's it's definitely a bit of a moonshot. Um, but yeah, it it really doesn't matter what you do with that from now on from from, from our perspective. Okay, thanks. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> Thanks. Great. We have Maya. Welcome, Matt. and we also have uh, we have uh, the other Simon. Ah, uh, Simon is, is is back. Is back with some. We thought uh, one of the devs shot you. <laughs> no, it was me. You shot yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Maya, um, uh, ask a question, and then we'll we'll, we'll ask Simon to talk about his uh, his uh, world adventure story. Okay. Hell, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me up, guys. Um, uh, that prior que question helped answer my question a little bit. It sounds like um, the new loop is going to be a completely new um, token on the Juno uh, change chain. Is the tokenomics changing at all? Are you guys going to put out some new um, paperwork on the the tokenomics of the new the new loop? Yeah, the tokenomics probably will change. Um, we're just sort of deciding exactly how that's going to work and what it'll look like. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely be, it'll be a process of consultation with the community and then we'll put out some documentation, get feedback, you know, the, the kind of the way that we usually do things, I guess, and then, you know, implement that feedback and, and come up with kind of a proposal and before we launch the token on the new chain. But yeah, um, I'd say there are definitely um, going to be some changes there. Uh, in some ways, you know, our experience on Terra taught us a few things. Uh, we made some mistakes um, and we're definitely keen not to kind of make those mistakes again, especially maybe around having too high emissions. Uh, we don't want to make that mistake again. Uh, we want to sort of take a lot more care of um, how we emit this time. Um, that you was mean great, in, you like know, an, an inflation rate. You mean like inflation, or uh, it's not really inflation because we have <laughs> like a fixed number of tokens, uh, which was one billion. Mm -hmm. It was just how many tokens are emitted, um, sort of oh, okay. per month. Yeah, Got so it. how many of Got those are, are used for farming and staking and things like that? 
Um, so mm-hmm. probably we'll be a little bit more cautious. I mean, that was great while we were in our kind of beta phase, essentially, you know, to kind of encourage people to use our platform. But now we've sort of moved out of that phase and the product, product's more mature. Um, we're kind of going to be using a more sustainable model um, for, for emissions. So that will be one of the things okay. which changes. But, yeah, there'll definitely be other changes as well. Yeah. This is kind of uncharted territory with um, kind of the – the old Terra chain is going to exist on. I mean, who knows how long it's like you guys said, it's, it's hard telling where Terra classic is going to go, but it sounds like you guys are committed to keeping the decks up and running over there, but you're going to rename that old token. I, I understand that. Um, just one more question real quick. I mean, we all understand that, you know, that old system was based on the algo stable coin and what are the plans for um the juno side of things it looks like a lot of the osmosis team is is going to usdc for for kind of the base stable coin um a collateralized coin is that what you guys are thinking about or what are your guys talks about the stable coin aspect yeah we'll probably use usdc to start with um we actually have strong ties with um cato cato money who i think we mentioned earlier are going to be coming to juno they'll be providing a direct on-ramp to juno uh, which is awesome um so to start with we'll use the usdc um, from the axelar bridge uh but we're hoping uh because cato has some close ties with the circle team um to actually get a native cosmos uh, usdc up and running as soon as possible uh so we're definitely uh steering clear of the algo stables for the moment i think we're all a bit shell-shocked um but you know i think there are some interesting stable coins coming to cosmos as well i know um the silk guys are doing something really interesting over on on uh, secret and there's a few other kind of interesting stables coming as well so i guess we'll kind of you know evaluate those as they come out but to start with and for ease of use and Obviously, for everyone's uh, security, we'll just be sticking with USDC to start with. Quick. Uh, yeah, one more quick question for uh, Simon Chadwick. Simon, you're more involved with the Loop Learn, loop learn right? I, I think I remember talking with you a while back. You, you did a lot of that um, early on video um, development and all that stuff. And uh, so you're going to – I guess what a lot of work you guys have to do in the next month or so is just kind of redo – a lot of the wording on the website and all that stuff. And it looks like you guys will just be revamping a lot of that stuff. But I, I'm excited about the the little bit I saw with the Loop Learn was very high quality. And I think um, that's one thing a lot of us at Cosmos Spaces are really just involved with is trying to get to UX as best as possible. Loop Learn is a great opportunity for just helping new people on board. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, it, it's super integral uh, to an ecosystem and, and to, to who we are as Loop. So, um, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, going to get redirected, the vision. I uh, mentioned this a little bit before. I'm um, going to be working a lot very closely with a lot of the Cosmos uh, chains and community uh, to really making uh, this seamless uh, onboarding experience for, um, for you know, all of, uh, you know, Cosmos. So that, that's an important part. There's actually a lot of work to do on that front. Um, so, you know, we're, we're having some further chats about this and how we can kind of um, redirect that towards uh, Cosmos as a whole, which, which, will include, uh, which will include Terra, to my understanding, it's, um, you know, as part of that, as part of Cosmos in there as well. But, um, you know, it's going to be, uh, I see it, you know, really, really um, being focused on Juno, but also, you know, covering maybe videos for each different Cosmos chains. Um, and really talking about like onboarding and uh, education around what Cosmos is and the vision for Cosmos 
uh, th- that's kind of what I see. I, I think we were going to go that way anyway um, with Loop Learn. There was there was definitely some stuff around Cosmos that was going to be there. So this is just a chance to work closely with the community uh, and um, and bring it out. You know, obviously. Uh, I'm a, I'm across a lot of things, a lot more than just loop learn. So I'm across a lot of different things. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to to actually working closely with the community uh, that knows Cosmos the best, and really working with educators in this space. Um, yeah, all the all the top like, YouTubers and stuff from the Cosmos that you guys you know know and love, uh, and you know the Loop community and everyone looking forward to you know building the best um, education uh, that that you know, crypto has, it's going to take a little bit of time. Loop Learn's not going to be an overnight um, edit and redirect because that's, this stuff takes time, but I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're, we're already uh, planning on exactly what we could do. You know, the long-term vision of that is to literally be the best crypto and blockchain education platform in the world. And we're well on our way, you know, and, and we focus on high quality and uh, high interactivity as well. And so there's lots of cool things we can do in terms of, you know, learn to earn as well down the track. Uh, but yeah, there's there's lots lots of stuff planned and that's not stopping. In fact, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, Primary focus uh, now will be uh, with Cosmos and onboarding, as Simon mentioned, as well as uh, just uh, onboarding uh, for all of the other cool protocols and projects that are building on Cosmos as well to uh, educate everyone and, and bring everyone into the ecosystem. Yeah, just to add on also, that front. I was just going to add there that also we were already planning to, to translate all the content of Loop Learn to Spanish and to Italian. Uh, and we were looking forward to create much more communities uh, and to. Yeah, and to, to just go with all of that because there's amazing communities all over the world and we wanted to break the barrier of the language that sometimes doesn't allow people to just come and start being around crypto and getting like all the cool things that we can get here. Um, so now we're going to reveal the content and we might be able to start translating it at the same time. So... I don't know. I, I just think that this was in the right moment. And I'm really excited to see all the results that we're going to have because now we're going to be able to educate people from all around the world about much more than just Terra. So this is just exciting. Eso es muy emocionante. Totalmente de acuerdo. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to add one, one point on this, which I think is really cool and something that I've, I've kind of gained some clarity on. Um, you know, as we've brought on some of these partners, um, you know, Loop being a huge part of this and seeing sort of the future goals, talking with you, Simon, on Loop Learn. And, um, you know, the, the, the vision I see just on the Juno side of things is that it's really quickly becoming, um, you know, a, a chain that somebody can kind of make their first entry point into the decentralized crypto space and, and actually have that be a truly frictionless experience. So you can have a newcomer come into the space. Um, you have something like Leap Wallet or Kepler, um, you know, which can take uh, a person into a wallet. They can use Cato to on-ramp in USDC. So immediately they don't have to go through this kind of convoluted process of buying on a central exchange and transferring over and, and going through like five to six steps before they can even start learning. You know, we're, we're really aiming to make it on Juno that somebody can have a wallet and, and within that they can interface with these protocols like loop and with Cato and and in a very seamless way begin to learn about this space right and the only way this this expands and the cosmos becomes able to realize its true potential is if we can make that onboarding process as seamless as possible and Juno can be a first entry point 
for people. It's quickly becoming that because now it has the tool set with which to do it. And it has the development teams that are capable of realizing that vision and understanding the importance of the UI and UX experience for beginners. Um, you know, and, and people go from just learning to multi-chain maximalists in, in very short space when they have the tools necessary. If you can provide a smooth ramp and some guardrails to get somebody to a point where they can have a win, just a basic win. I remember for me, the first thing was my business partner transferred 0.1 Atom from one wallet to the other in front of me using a QR code in the space of about five or six seconds. And that's when it like clicked for me. I went, wow, this is incredible technology. And, and it just takes that first win for somebody to go, this is really interesting. I wonder what else is possible. And that really opens the window to the rest of these protocols and creates a, a really strongly committed contributing community member. And, and that's the goal on Juno. We want to make that as frictionless of an experience. We want to have the right intelligent people to kind of push that forward. In the end, that is going to bring an enormous value to Juno holders now and well, well into the future and create this kind of interblockchain connectivity that we really have a, a dream for the future of. So I think it's it's quickly shaping up to be something that is an incredible um, change in tides for, for crypto in general. Can't wait. I can't wait. So a couple of us need to jump. I actually need to jump off. Uh, Tom and Nina are going to stay on uh, for a bit. Um, so keep uh, keep at the, the questions and uh, and we'll, we'll be um, very, very excited to be engaged in the community and, and with all your, your beautiful faces. So uh, we'll, we'll hand that off. Um, hopefully I can leave this without rugging the space. Yeah. Um, do, you just, a, do you want to make yeah. me a co-host or maybe Rachel make me a co-host? Yep, and um, maybe to Nina as well. So guys, before I head off, I, I just want to say uh, one, one final thing. Um, you know, where, where we were, we were furiously building over a six month period to build the greatest products and, and really listening to the community. And so we're ready to take things to the next level. And, and it seems that, you know, uh, Juno is also at that same stage. So uh, it's it's all about taking um, everyone, this whole rocket ship to the next level. And so we're super excited about that. You know, the, the, the love from uh, all the communities and the support from everyone, uh, including the founders, you know, really feel that fire for us even more. So, you know, it's uh, it's about taking it to the next level and uh, towards infinity. So thanks everyone uh, for all of your support and love. And yeah, we, we hope to see you guys every week as we uh, do more of these spaces. And, and and thanks everyone for listening today as well. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Well, uh, yeah, Nina and Tom are just going to stay on now as well. Yeah, we, we were building so furiously last night. We, we slept through our alarms. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think two hours. Two hours sleep is, is the norm. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. Jesus, I wish I got two hours. <laughs> Cheers, guys. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks very much. Um, Thanks, I'll see you soon. Um, yeah. So, just w one thing. I mean, uh, we've been like welcomed with open arms by the Juno community, and you know, you guys have been amazing. But um, the, the amount of excitement within the Loop community today has just been incredible as well. I've dropped into our Telegram a few times and we have like a large Telegram community and everyone in there is super excited. Uh, we've obviously got, you know, a lot of engagement um, from our announcement on Twitter and on our own community platform. Um, so I think, you know, this is, as Maz was saying, we're just really looking forward to this kind of meeting of minds and meeting of two great communities, two passionate communities who are really looking forward to, um, you know, building something really special that's going to last a long time into the future and hopefully change uh, some fundamental things in this crazy world. 
Um, so if, anyway, if there's anyone else who wants to jump up here and ask a question, uh, we've got about another 20 minutes here before I have to jump off as well. So uh, just stick your hand up uh, and we'll let you up. Um, if there's no other questions, we can just ask each other questions. <laughs> Kevin, do you have any questions? Come on, Nina. I know we've had a lot of conversations in the last few days, but surely you've got something else to ask us. I actually, I do have some questions, um, you know, and in talking with, with Maz, I've gotten a good idea of some of these, but, um, you know, we're, we're pretty excited to also work with uh, Loop Ventures on on some future event stuff and collaborating with them because you guys have done an incredible job in the past on that front. Um, and I, I imagine it's fair to say everyone in the chat here would like to have more in-person events, hackathons, exciting conventions and things like that. Um, so, I, you know, I'm personally very excited about pushing that forward and, and meeting a lot of people in person and, and pushing development further um, through these avenues. Um, you know, is there anything in, in the future that you guys are, are interested in on that front in terms of, um, I don't know if you guys have any plans to come to Cosmosverse and Medellin, and I would love to have you there. Um, you know, we're certainly going to be there. And I know uh, many of the Juno core team are going to be there and validators. Um, so just curious about the future events. And Nina, I think I'm going to probably see you in Austin in a very short time. Um, but yeah, what, what, what about the future on the event side of things? Yeah. Um, well, I'm in Mexico, so it's not too far for me to come down to Medellin. So I'll definitely be down there. Um, I'm even thinking of still going to Austin um, early next month, even though TDX has been canceled. There's um, the central conference there, which we could go to. But just before this whole sort of terror catastrophe, we're actually planning a hackathon uh, here in Mexico uh, for the, the terror community. And of course, um, unfortunately, that got put on hold, but we still have everything basically ready to go for it. We build out a website, we build out all the prizes, we build out all of the, you know, the different um, sort of problems and that we wanted people to solve. Um, so we're, we're, we're still like primed to go on that. Um, now that things are sort of starting to calm down a little bit, that we've made a decision um, to move over to Juno. You know, once we kind of get, you know, get launched on Juno, then we'll definitely revisit the hackathon idea. And it would actually be amazing. We've just met so many, like it seems like the whole of Cosmos is just full of not people who care about money, but people who just like love awesome tech and are just like so passionate about the tech um, side of things. So I'm sure we'll find um, some amazing developers from within the Cosmos ecosystem who'd love to come and spend a week with us in Mexico and uh, build some really cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, as soon as we've kind of found our feet in, um, in Juno or on Juno, then uh, we'll definitely look at uh, reopening that, that hackathon idea again and if people are interested actually reach out to us um you know if we get enough expressions of interest then it'll kind of it'll uh make us sort of move on that quicker than we might otherwise do um so yeah but apart from that kevin yeah i'll definitely we'll definitely be coming down to Colombia. i love Colombia, and i any excuse to uh to go down there um so yeah we'll definitely see anyone who's at Co cosmoverse as well that would be awesome well really looking forward to that Wow, Tom, I didn't know that you like Colombia. I like Colombia, too. Oh, really? I just don't like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love Colombians. Uh, in fact, Marcella, as you know, one of our other teammates is also a Colombian, um, and she's been my business partner for about 10 years, and I spent, like, months living in Colombia as well. Uh, so, yeah, I would love a chance to come back to Colombia. Um, so yeah. hopefully we'll get to... 
So you're going to be there still, right, Nina, for the Cosmoverse? So um, I, I, I haven't said that to anybody. Okay, now, now that you said it, I'm in Colombia right now. I arrived like last Friday. I came to celebrate my mom's birthday, and I, uh, I was away for like two years. So for me, this has been amazing, and coming back also makes me want to work more for my people. Um, and I will definitely come. Yeah, I, I want to come to, Medellin, to go to Medellin. I'm not in Medellin. Um, but I think that's a great opportunity. And we were already planning to do like a lot of stuff with the Hispanic community again. Um, so just that being also like part of the roadmap for Cosmos in general seems to be something um, like a great casualty, maybe. It's, it's more like destiny. Uh, so I'm super happy to go. And I will be in Austin. Um, we were planning to go like the whole team. Now we're going maybe just Simon, Chadwick. I am going for sure. And we're trying to convince uh, Tom to go with us because he's the one that is the closest. Uh, but yeah, I think that those are great opportunities. We were talking about that with Kevin saying like, hey, uh, whenever the people from crypto come together and they do like meetups, there is a lot of magic that happens uh, because we get together people that are super passionate about this, uh, that can give different perspectives uh, and you build friendships too. So I, I can say that some of my closest friends um, were people that I got to meet in the conventions. So I, I had been like speaking with them for months and building with them for months. And I got to actually meet them there. And that just like it strengthens the all the community. Um, so I'm excited to also help in general, like Juno, to build community, to do these meetups, to to build like even local um, local communities where people can just get together and keep building and keep learning about Cosmos, about Juno, um, and about crypto in general. Yeah, I don't know if um, probably some of you knew because if you've just sort of started following Loop since since our Juno announcement or, or beforehand, uh, we're actually going to roll out a product in Latin America. Um, we've sort of realized that Latin America is like in a lot of need for crypto. Like their currencies are kind of fucked, to be honest, and, you know, even worse than the US dollar. Um, so, you know, holding crypto, um, especially some sort of US-based stablecoin, is actually an improvement over holding uh, local currencies, and so we've kind of identified that you know it's a it's a market which is is really in need of crypto. I mean, it's not just for, you know for a lot of people, I guess, in the Western world, it's kind of a, a luxury or a desire. But if you're in the um, you know a developing country and you, your currency is basically heading towards zero quicker than UST is. Um, then you know, holding um, some stable coins, and especially if we can find a stable coin with a, a strong yield, um, that would be of um, immense value and benefit to people in those communities. We were actually going to do it with UST and Anchor. Thank God we didn't, because uh, we would have had exactly the opposite effect. <laughs> Instead of helping people, we would have uh, made them broke. Um, so we're kind of glad that we didn't quite get that project off the ground before everything uh, went to hell. Uh, but yeah, we're still looking for like a reliable stablecoin yield, and um, even just allowing people in Latin America to, to own 
um, cryptocurrencies or even just USDC um, is still a really strong mission of ours and we'll be kind of um, doing a lot of marketing in that region and, and as Nina said, like community building in that region, translating everything we do into Spanish and making sure that we have like forums and, you know, chat groups that in people who Spanish speaking people can join. Um, so yeah, it's actually really coincidental that Cosmoverse is going to be in, in Colombia because we're already headed in that direction. So yeah, as Nina said, maybe it's uh, destiny. That, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I had a follow-up question for you actually, Nina. And, and um, you know, I, I think that this is an incredible development. I think it's hugely important you know, to, to bring crypto to, uh, Latam and and you know I've I've lived uh, abroad uh, a fair bit of my life traveling and and in, in my other life shooting films and and commercials and stuff I've spent a lot of time abroad and I've seen how important that is and it's a huge actual stability point for uh, many economies and and is quickly becoming more so um, so I think that's a, a huge initiative and I kind of wanted to ask you Nina because you're quite um, dialed into it, to all of this and and. Some people in the Juno network may not know, um, you know, I do because I've, I've, I feel like I've been living in the uh, loop documents and pages and, and mission statements for, for the last week. But I was curious, what are the um, kind of uh, what, what are we doing now in terms of um, for loop in, in terms of social impact and, um, you know, sort of bringing these initiatives so that we can also use crypto as a kind of a, a catalyst for social change and, and social impact? And, and what is Loop kind of, what is their view on that going forward? Oh, Kevin, how did you ask that? You know that I can speak for hours about it. Uh, okay, so uh, that, that was one of the biggest reasons that I joined um, Loop for it because it's, I mean, Loop is so engaged with social impact and they really care about the community um, and they want to make a change. So when I joined and in Loop Ventures, we were, we had a couple of uh, projects that were like uh, growing there, and most of them were about social impact too. So we have one that is called Firefly, and there they want to connect the volunteers with the different NGOs um, and check like also hey like they can be compensated in tokens and they can even donate that to the charities if they want. So that is, it's very difficult whenever you're a volunteer because you don't really get uh, the motivation. And even when you want to help, that's not really sustainable for your whole life. So that is one of the things that is going to solve that project. Um, and it's also going to bring a lot of people from NGOs and a lot of volunteers, a lot of normies uh, to, the, to Web3. Uh, but on the other hand, something that we're really excited about is to take our own projects. So like we can see the good ideas that we have. We're going to be aligned with all the goals of the of the um, United Nations. So we can address problems that we already know. Um, most of our team, and that's something crazy, uh, but we already have been working. Like in my case, I'm a lawyer. I work in human rights. I have worked in different projects like malnutrition of kids, indigenous communities around the world, um, peace building. So we want to take those those cases that we already know uh, and projects that we know that we can help and try to incubate that and try to make it grow and actually make an impact. 
and we're going to partner with three different fronts. So we're going to partner for one side uh, with the companies and with the private, so private and public sector. So because whenever you you want to build, you need the resources, but you also need the politics. So they can actually implement and let us do the work. Uh, also, we're going to partner with the big heads that are in all these fields of helping people, like the United Nations, UNICEF, and all of them, because they are authorities. They definitely know what they're doing, and we want to follow those, those guidelines. And then we're going to partner with the communities, and we're going to take an approach that is going to be really different, because we don't want to get to one com community and say, hey, uh, I came here, and I know what is your problem, and I'm going to solve it. No, you have to actually know the community. You have to actually know their values, their culture, and get together with them, listen to them, and build something together. Um, so that is one of the things that we're super happy to start creating. And, and we're going to, to put it through the light, through the side of Loop Ventures. And uh, yeah, as you can hear, please stop me because I get too passionate about this. And then I can speak like for three hours. But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, also, there's one thing um, which Nina didn't mention, and maybe a, a lot of people um, who are new to Loop don't know, and that is um, we've actually set aside 10% of our entire token supply uh, to go to Angel Protocol. Um, so we've been working with Angel like since day one. For those who don't know Angel Protocol, um, they're, they're a sort of um, an endowment fund for charities um, that were on Terra but are now moving to another chain. Uh, but I've been working with Chauncey, who's a founder there from the very beginning. Um, they're like super passionate. They're incredibly intelligent team. Um, they're working again on the all of the UN like guiding principles for sustainability. Um, and so 10% of all of Loop tokens um, are going essentially to be put into kind of like a permanent endowment fund to, to support the charities from Angel Protocol. Um, so, you know, as Loop does well, um, then we'll just be kind of constantly essentially giving um, to, to those charities, which is which is awesome. And then we have another project as well that we're working on, uh, which is called Terra, was called Territory. We'll probably find a new name for it now. Uh, but that that's a tree planting protocol. Um, so basically what we're trying to do is find a way uh, for people to be able to invest in tree planting. Um, we're working with a company in Australia called Airseed Tech who have developed drones which can plant something like a thousand trees an hour. Um, and then the idea is that, you know, over time as those trees grow and, and um, capture carbon dioxide, that the carbon credits then have value and can be put back into the system. Um, so, yeah, we're working on like a range of different um, protocols, you know, it, um, both in and outside the crypto ecosystem, uh, which are focused on kind of sustainability. Um, the th another one is that, that I haven't mentioned actually is Solar BTC. Um, so these guys are incredible. Um, they've built out like multi-billion dollar solar farms across the world. Um, and we're looking to work with them to uh, basically create uh, solar Bitcoin mining. So 100% solar. Um, won't use any grid power. Um, they've come up with a system which basically extends the life of the mining rigs by switching them off at night um, when they're not being used and they use like some really cool um, water cooling techniques to get you know maximum value out of the mining rigs as well and then to have the whole thing powered by solar. Um, and they've got some really exciting partnerships wow. um, 
which, you know, with some big, um, I think they're even working with like um, Richard Branson's like the spaceport um, there and they're going to um, have a solar farm there and then they've got some other large solar farms across the US. So, yeah, that's another exciting uh, sort of sustainability project that, that we've been working on. That is that is so cool. And, um, you know, I actually I see uh, Jake. Uh, Jake is in here from the Juno Core One team, and um, you know, just some some cool news on that front as well. Just on the Juno side of things, and, and since we're talking about this, um, you know, there, there's a proposal up on Commonwealth right now, which is just a, a format where you can go discuss a proposal before it goes on chain uh, for governance to um, basically uh, use refi and some of these protocols to uh, make Juno as a whole a carbon negative chain. Um, so there's a lot of interest on that from the Juno side of things. We want Juno to be a carbon negative chain um, and actually actively through its operation, remove carbon from the environment and and, and sort of lower carbon emissions as a protocol uh, in and of itself. So I'm really, really excited about that. That's something that we will be voting yes on as a validator on Juno. Um, and we're, we're pushing very hard for a carbon negative uh, emission rate, which I think is really, really exciting. And uh, I saw that uh, Jake posted about that today. So that's really, really exciting. And uh, I, I'm just very happy to see that uh, Loop is very focused on that as well. And I've seen some of the other stuff that you guys have in the works on that front. And it's all very, very, very exciting. Um, I did want to make one note, which uh, Nina, you said NGO. And just for anyone who doesn't know, that stands for non-governmental organization. So that's basically like a voluntary group or an institution that has a specific social mission and operates independently from the government. So, um, you know, the United Nations would be an example of that, Worldwide Fund for uh, Wildlife, things like that, social initiatives that are not run by a government and, and often kind of benefit from being able to get a lot of things done because of that. So that's awesome to hear that you guys are linking up volunteers with NGOs and, and making that a, a something you guys are able to do through Firefly and we're very excited about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we have Big Man up here. Big Man, how's it going? You've been waiting patiently there for a few minutes. Did you have a question? Hey, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, well, I, I got a question, but before I, you know, ask you that, uh, I just want to say, you know, you guys have done an amazing, amazing job. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to see where the team has gone. I was a bit kind of worried and curious as to where we'd be going with, you know, Terra V2. Uh, my personal opinion wasn't, you know, too happy with going with them, but I'm glad that we're deciding to, you know, start with something fresh and I'm really looking forward to what we have. Um, but yeah, my question was, um, you guys have done so much for the community, for the ecosystem. Uh, I'm kind of uh, frustrated with my inability to just be able to help you guys more. And I'm wondering how the community as a whole can become more beneficial to the team with, you know, getting better feedback besides, you know, the odd poll or whatever. Um, I was thinking maybe if we had, you know, brainstorming sessions where we're just people and just talk and, and think about things that are outside the box. You know, I really appreciated uh midi when he had his article I, I think that brought a lot of value and then there's a lot of things from you know the terra or sorry from the um from the loop community uh page that brought value but just more live spaces maybe or just anything else that uh, you guys would be open to I'd, I'd be really happy to uh bring value if if i can of any sort Awesome. Um, yeah, look, that's that's a great idea, actually. I think we will be hosting. I mean, part of our plan moving forward is definitely to host more spaces. Um, and we should definitely have one, you know, even if it's only once a month, it's kind of 
related to you know ideas from the community to move you know things that we can build essentially that will be beneficial to everyone obviously you can always write an article on our um you know on our community site which if you've got some ideas that you'd like to express um but also if you want you can join our beta testing group we have a beta testing group where we you know people in there they they put up with all the bugs and they go through and basically do all the the sort of the qa on our products uh before they go public so um if you want feel free to hit me up here on Twitter and I can um, give you an invite to that beta testing group or anyone else who wants to join. Um, but yeah, I really like that idea of having um, a more kind of live um, kind of format for ideas. But one thing that maybe um, people don't know, and we're also building out a forum. Um, so we're, that's going to be going live hopefully in the next two to four weeks. It'll be a forum on our platform uh, where it will be sort of a much more immediate way for people to engage with each other, you know, bring up ideas, discuss ideas, et cetera, et cetera, through a kind of a forum format. Um, so that's going to be kind of partly related to Loop Learn. So people have questions about protocols or products, they can ask them in there. Uh, but it will also definitely have a kind of a section of the forum which is dedicated to, you know, ideas and, you know, potential functionality or features that people would like to see or even new products that people would like to have have built um so yeah we'll, we'll definitely be um doing that very soon awesome yeah that'd be uh that'd be great i'm looking forward to it awesome thanks big man um looks like we have um also here sky monks nft i'm just going to bring him up um might take a second uh, sky monks when you're ready uh just Take your microphone off mute and ask away. Uh, looks like you might be having connection problems. I oh, know. There we go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Loud and clear. Oh, great. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm glad to see you guys in Juno. Uh, and yeah, and going forward. So I, I just have one question. Uh, so our NFTs, Kymox NFTs, launching um tomorrow on Stargaze. But like one, one of the main goals I would like to happen with, the, with that project is kind of like giving back to the community, but more into like the non-profit side. And uh, I heard Nina talking about Angel Protocol. So I'd like to know how can I reach out to you guys so I could kind of like figure out that non-profit part side of the project. So, what can you just repeat the questions? Oh, no, um, yeah, my bad. Let me repeat it again. So, I'm saying uh, our project SkyMark NFT is launching on Stargaze uh, tomorrow, but one of the main part of our, of the project is the non profit. We want to launch like a non profit, but related to crypto in a sense. But the thing is, I'm still trying to figure out the, that non profit side. Are we going to do it in the best optimal way and kind of like make it like with the law and all that kind of thing. So I was wondering, how can I reach out to you guys to figure out that part, the non-profit aspect of crypto? Uh, okay. Reach out to us like via Telegram or Twitter, but also I recommend reaching out to Angel Protocol. Um, I think it's just angelprotocol.io, but if you type Angel Protocol into Google, I'm sure it'll give you the URL. Um, so reach out to them. They're experts in basically non-profit organizations and connecting them um, up through cryptocurrency. So definitely probably the best um, the best ones to talk to about that. All right, great. I'll do that then. Thank you. 
Awesome. Thanks for that. Guys, I'm really sorry. I actually have to run. Um, we've got a, a meeting that I've got to get into. Uh, I think Kevin and Nina might stay up here, though, um, for a few more minutes just to answer any last questions. Um, uh, hopefully, when I leave, it doesn't uh, rug pull you guys. Um, so thank you so much <laughs> once again for being up here uh, and joining us. And we really look forward to building something exciting with you all uh, on Juno in the very near future. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate you putting this together. And uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Looking forward to everything. Thanks, guys. See you all really soon. Oh, wow. You didn't get that. Yay. Yay. There you go. And your co host. <laughs> Look at the power. Yeah. Woohoo. Okay, guys. So I don't know if anyone has maybe more questions or anyone has like comments or something that you guys want to share with us. Oh, Kevin, maybe do you have more questions? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I'd also um, just, you know, in closing, maybe I, I see Jake's in the audience. I'd, I'd love to invite him up if he's available. I don't know where, what he's, where, how he's listening. Um, but just to maybe talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, some developments and kind of like the, the mechanism that we're looking at on, on sort of going carbon negative on Juno and, um, you know, kind of keeping that social impact uh, aspect going. I see also we have uh, Aqua in the chat, which is now Aqua on Juno, uh, which is a protocol that's bringing clean water to those in need, uh, utilizing crypto and, and um, is really doing an incredible job of um, actually drilling wells in Africa. I've been seeing photos and videos and, um, you know, we're very excited to, to support them and have them on Juno. Um, so, you know, I think that's a huge part of, of the initiatives going forward. And, and obviously, we want to bring in all these DeFi products and we want to bring in all these amazing tools for people to utilize NFTs and things on Juno. But, um, you know, maybe uh, in, in selfishly and kind of like my own capacity, I, I want to see all those things create a positive social impact as well. And, um, you know, that's something that there was enough money coming into Terra to like really develop those things with things like Angel Protocol um and and loop and, and sort of their social initiatives and and i'm really excited to bring you know it sounds like a tired trope a little bit but like that responsible capital coming to juno means that there is this huge community that's activated through governance that can now impact social change and, and like do a really good job of utilizing funds and protocols and intelligent code and these platforms to make a positive change and, and do something really meaningful. You know, an NFT project is, is amazing. It's fun. Um, there's, there's a lot of money to be made and there's all these cool things, but if you can do that while reforesting, I mean, that's an incredible benefit that is, is immeasurable beyond just the monetary value that people have to gain. They can do something really positive. Um, and, and I'm excited to see a movement in crypto in general. And, and I know it kind of started out with like, oh, Bitcoin mines a lot of energy and it's bad. Um, but what it's really turned into is that, you know, blockchain and crypto in these communities has the power to directly be responsible for enacting social change and, and causative benefits towards communities. Um, so I, I'm just really excited about that. I, I, I'm starting to see the broader possibilities of that. Um, and, and I'm very excited for that future. So, um, you know, it's not really a, a question so much as I'm just excited to see that the Loop community is a huge uh, driving force behind that. And I know Juno is as well. And um, I, I can only wait to see what, what comes from that point forward. And, and, you know, we certainly encourage protocols that are along those initiatives to, to reach out, you know, if we can help in any way we want to, um, you know, we're very excited for, for initiatives along those lines. Sorry, wrong emoji. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm actually super excited about all these because we kind of have all the tools to actually create a social impact, and that is not easy. I mean, in my case, I've been working for over ten years trying to make social impact, and there is always something that is lacking. And here I can see that we have all the tools uh, and we have the people that are willing to create a much better world. So all that, I think it's, it's just amazing. And when we were talking a couple of days ago uh, with Kevin, um, I mean, it was just such a good connection because we are so, so like really we're uh, passionate about this. We believe that we have the chance to change the world and we want to do it. And for me, one of the things that um, I, I was invested in crypto for, for quite some time. But when I started to see uh, protocols like Angel, uh, where you could actually make an impact, for me, that, that was the moment where I started to say, hey, crypto is much more than just money. There is people behind it. There is a lot of things that we can actually create. And we have the responsibility to do it. And also most of the people that are here for, for like the actual principles of DeFi, they believe in, in sort of a revolution. Um, in a revolution where a world can be better, where decentralization can actually help people. And for me, it just has all the sense of the world. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. And now that I know the new initiative that Juno has, uh, I mean, uh, I'm speechless, uh, however I can help, you know, I'm here and I'm excited because now we can see how Loop and how Juno are going to be such good partners and we're going to be able to keep growing together. Um, and that's what it is all about. I, I always say this and is we grow better together. This is not a competence. So we, we just got to, to work together, to keep building, to, to keep our health up, uh, to be positive. And whenever we want to actually make a change in the world, I think that um, everything just flows in a beautiful way. Could, couldn't agree more. And, and, and we're very excited to, to be a part of that and to, to bolster that. So. Um, uh, I've got to jump on to some other things myself as well, but I just personally wanted to thank everyone for um, being a part of this and, uh, you know, huge thanks to the Loop community for all of your support um, and, and a major thanks to the Juno community for rallying together to create this fund and, and to kind of uh, make this possible. Um, this is a, a huge accomplishment in, in the crypto space and, and a lot of people are watching to see how this is unfolding. This has been a huge, huge positive uh, change and in an otherwise very difficult situation. So thank you all directly for being a part of that. There are a lot of people in here who um, have directly contributed enormously to that effort and have been a, a just a, an unending force to be reckoned with to to make this happen. So I really, really personally appreciate you all. It's been very humbling um, as a as a validator and as a person, as a community member. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm really grateful to Loop and Juno, and, and I'm really excited for these communities to build something even more beautiful together. And, and I know that these conversations will continue. Um, you know, we're, we're going to definitely be a part of them going forward. And, and I really look forward to meeting many of you in person in the coming events. Um, and, and thank you so much 
uh, for hosting the Space Loop. Thank you guys, and and we're very very excited to have you as partners. Yeah, uh, actually, I think we can start like wrapping up since there is not more questions. Uh, but before that, people really thank you. Like all of you have been amazing. We are overwhelmed by all the love and the support that we have received for this community. Uh, and we're really looking forward to keep growing with you, to keep building. Um, our community is always the first thing for us. So we're really happy to to be part of this journey with all of you. So yeah, thank you so much, everyone. And I hope to keep having these spaces with you all. Thank you, Kevin. You have been amazing. So thank you so much for everything. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Loop Finance Weekly AMA, Loop Towards the Cosmos, recorded on Thursday, May 26, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some love. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor So someone's looking over it's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you'd turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So, climate change will not make Earth. Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Ten spaces.